What is up, my friends, and welcome to a new episode of It's -a Me Uncensored. Ba Boom! Welcome, guys, to the first episode ever from my new apartment here in Hollywood. I have been traveling nonstop for the past six, seven years. The longest I stayed in one place was actually for three, four months while I was modeling in New York City. But now. I feel like I found a little bit of a home in Los Angeles, you know, I've been traveling so much, but now I feel like LA is such a good place to grow creatively, physically, just like it's such an inspiring place because there's so many creative people who do music, acting, social media. So I think I'm done running away from close friendships. I'm excited to explore my relationships here with Travis, having closer friends and having a little bit more consistency in my life. Cause I'm also getting older, you know, I'm 25 now. So I feel like having a home is nice. So I just, rented this place. It's an Airbnb, so I still have absolute freedom. I can still just move out on a monthly basis. It's quite expensive. It's like $2,600, but it's a nice little studio. It's it's all I need. You know, it has a bathroom. It has a, a fridge. It has a microwave. Uh, I wish I could give you room tour, but it's a podcast, so uh, just go watch my recent YouTube video. Um, but yeah, that is the thing. And also, one thing I always do before uh, New Year starts is I journal and a lot of people, you know, they go have New Year's Eve and they go to crazy parties. I have more of an introspective New Year's Eve. Um, so my dad was here for New Year's, uh, for Christmas and New Year's, which is amazing. Uh, we spent New Year's Eve with Travis. We had dinner at a Brazilian restaurant and then uh, tried to get into a club in uh, West Hollywood, but didn't get in on time. So uh, we spent New Year's Eve outside in line waiting uh, that was great. Good moments, you know, good memories in Los Angeles. But like I said, for me, it's more about thinking back about the new year and, and thinking like about the things I'm grateful for, the things I've achieved, the goals I'm going to set myself for the new year. So I took like four or five hours, went to a coffee place on uh, New Year's Day and just journaled. I literally journaled all day long and just wrote down all the things I'm grateful for. And in this video, I wanna, in this podcast, I wanna share them with you because I always wanna do like a year in review kind of video, but uh, now this is gonna be on this podcast. So I can highly encourage you, by the way, if you haven't done it, take out a piece of paper or a book or something and just write down the three memories you're most grateful for in the past year and think about why those are the moments that are most valuable to you personally because I realize for me personally if I think about my life and the three moments I'm most grateful for it's all moments of physical intimacy with other people and physical intimacy or emotional intimacy is something I don't have at all all I'm chasing in my life is like like maybe some sort of success validation social media views you know fame but the things that are really important to me have nothing to do with that. It's, it's kind of bizarre how that works, you know? So um, it can really give you an indication of what's valuable in your life. So I'm just going to share my three moments last year. Um, and the first moment started, like, my year was crazy. Honestly, I traveled so much. I started the year in Germany, went to LA to shoot an episode of Germany's Next Top Model, went to Grand Cayman Islands, went to Bali after, shaved my head in Bali, went to the Philippines after, had an amazing time there, went back to Germany, spent like most of the summer in Europe, like went to London, went to Croatia for a music festival, but stayed mainly between Berlin and my hometown in Germany, and uh, then went to uh, LA, went back to New York for a little romance, went to Burning Man, and went back to Europe, Amsterdam, and then stayed mainly Los Angeles. So it's been 
I've traveled, like at some point I traveled more, but um, it's definitely a lot of countries, a lot of moving around. So I'm excited, like I said, to be here at least for a couple more months in Los Angeles. Um, just sign up at a gym as well. So um, yeah, I have a lot more consistency. But the year began, like I said, with my trip to Asia. And that's my first highlight for sure, is my first trip ever to the Philippines. Because like I said, I don't really have a home or don't have a lot of close friends even. So when I go to a new place, I, I rely on meeting new people, you know, and uh, I, for me, it's quite easy to meet new people. I'm pretty, I would say I'm a pretty open-minded person just because I've traveled so much and I kind of train myself to open up and um, approach strangers, you know, but the Philippines blew my mind. I knew I had a big audience on YouTube in the Philippines and I've always gotten a lot of like positive comments on YouTube, but I went to the Philippines without planning anything. I literally went there, uh, went to a park, had my suitcase with me and said I was going to have a meetup. But I didn't have anything planned. I had no um, <clears throat> apartment, no hotel, nothing at all, right? So from that, I just uh, met these people. And at the meetup, I don't know, maybe like 20 people showed up very spontaneously in a park in, in uh, Manila. And uh, I can just tell you that like once I stepped out of the plane, I went to Starbucks. I got a, I got a green tea. People are, so, are genuinely so nice. Like Filipino people... Or just so welcoming, so genuinely nice. It's not like the fake niceness because they want something from you. It's just beautiful, you know. They were always smiling. They were usually in a good mood. You know, they always say, God bless. Thank you, sir. Amazing. <laughs> just love the energy there, you know. So from there, I uh, actually was supposed to stay for like three, four days in Manila. I ended up extending my trip and extending my trip and ended up staying almost two months in Manila, you know. Um <clears throat> I actually met one of the guys who came to the meetup, um, works for a modeling agency, so he, cooked, he hooked me up with a modeling agency, I ended up staying at their apartment as well, for free by the way, which I appreciate so much, and I had a lot of cool photo shoots, and had my first ever big meetup in Manila, and I have to say, I got gifts from you, and just the positivity, just talking to you guys, and it was, it was like... It warmed my heart so much seeing that I'm not only doing social media and there's like a number, you know, if a video gets like 200,000 views, I'm like, oh, that's a lot of people, right? But seeing 50 people show up to a meetup made me realize how amazing it is to have created a community that's so positive, you know, it was all positive, like it was all fun. People wanted to like challenge themselves, like um, people actually became friends through the meetup and literally thinking about it makes me cry. So uh, that was definitely one of the highlights, the Philippines, just the openness of people. And again, how amazing it can be to travel to a new place, get out of your comfort zone, go there without a plan, without knowing anybody. And that made my trip just so much better. I also went to El Nido, which is a beautiful island, for uh, five days by myself. Literally no one else with me. I spent a lot of time journaling, just being by myself on the beach. And I just realized, yo, that was one of my favorite moments. Like, uh, just the whole trip in the Philippines. So that is number one. Uh, then after the Philippines, I did a lot of stuff, like spent a lot of time in Europe. There were so many amazing memories, like going to a music festival, just partying in general. I went to ultra music festival. Sometimes letting go is so incredibly important and just partying. It's something I don't do a lot. A lot of people expect, by the way, they think I'm such a big party person because I'm pretty crazy and outgoing, but I'm the type of person who will go to bed at before midnight and wake up at 6, 7 a.m. to do yoga and get my day started and be productive. So um, sometimes I feel like, though, I'm stopping myself from making experiences. So this time, I uh, this year is also one of the big um, 
resolutions i want to party more it sounds like a weird resolution but i think in my case it actually makes sense to sometimes just let go not care so much about waking up earlier like but what's going to happen you know just living the moment and just letting go and celebrating it's a healthy thing to do as long as you don't do it every single weekend right um <clears throat> all right second moment uh it's a while later and um that was in fall summer fall when i went to new york city and maybe you saw my youtube video it's one of the videos that didn't perform so well uh, where I was wearing acrylic nails for 24 hours. So I went to New York with a good friend of mine from Germany. His name is Theo. And we just had a great time, you know, just like a bro trip. And he had a date. And his date was uh, this girl, Julia. And she, uh, she then invited us to go to their hotel room, you know. And she had a sister and her mom was also there. And I was like, oh, no, I should probably go to bed and go to sleep. But then I reminded myself that I wanted to let go more often and just say, hey, see what happens. You know, go to a party, do something unexpected, right? So I went there, go to the hotel room, and I meet her sister. And um, what happened afterwards is like... A nice little romance in New York City, you know, and uh, as you probably know, I, I don't have a lot of, like, having a girlfriend is something I, like, it's not, it doesn't really have, I don't really have the space in my life right now for a, a fixed relationship, but we had, like, two, three days in New York where we got acrylic nails, went out, filmed the YouTube video, and then throughout the process got closer and closer, and we had, like, a double date situation. He was dating the older sister, I was dating the younger sister for, like, two days or so, and it was just, I felt like a teenager again. It was beautiful. I was just going through New York. It was effortless. We're having fun, being young, you know. And uh, I then had one moment where uh, we kissed and I was just holding her and we were watching the Empire State Building while the sun was rising. And New York City is hands down probably my favorite place in the entire world. It's a magical place. I learned so much while I was modeling in New York. And <clears throat> just being in that environment again and being with a person like her and just holding her, was special to me and I, I know there's a lot of speculation about my sexuality but I can only say regardless I mean I know that I love women and just the, the fact that I can completely let go and surrender to that impulse of being with her was amazing and it just felt nice and just holding her I'm not even talking about having sex I'm just talking about like kissing somebody holding somebody feeling close to somebody it's something I haven't felt in a long time and uh, that was beautiful to be reminded that that stuff exists, you know. Um, yeah, so again, I realized that those are the moments that make my year, you know. Even though it's nothing I'm, I'm chasing. I'm not at all chasing women or chasing relationships. I'm more running away from it. But the fact that this is like the most, like this is probably one of the top, top, top moments in 2019 and uh, it says a lot about me and my desires and my needs in life. Um, so that's definitely number two. And then number three, I was really struggling with this because right after I went to Burning Man and Burning Man itself is just such a beautiful place of like, people are so incredibly open. I had no phone, you know, and uh, I just got lost, you know, I got lost, which is beautiful. You know, I, uh, one night I uh, lost my phone, you know, I um, also twisted my ankle and then I was like, I don't have a phone, but like there's so many more important things in life and the fact that I can live and have such an amazing opportunity to just be here, it grounded me, you know, because I could have been pissed out about it. I could have, I could have cried. I could have been like frustrated because I lost my phone, but no, it was amazing. So then I, I let go. I got completely lost. I lost all my friends, but just follow the music. And I found this one place, which is, they played like deep, like they played like hard style side trance, 
music. If you don't know what that sounds like, it's, it's kind of like this. There's, uh, there's like a p piano music, very epic, spheric music, almost like Lord of the Rings. Then there's a moment of silence. And before the beat drops, they play a couple notes on the piano. And then it's just like... And it's just like epic. The beat kicks in. It's so hard. And like I said, I don't party a lot. And usually when you go to parties in LA, it's more like, oh, it's, it's to be seen. It's like all these promoters and there's like tables with models and people get paid to party there. And it's all about like how many followers you have and all about networking, all that bullshit. But at Burning Man, it was just a bunch of wild people. Like I, I party with all these Italians and I lost it. I completely lost it. I was also sober at the time, but I just freaking danced like I never had before. I just got lost in the music. I even did like, I remember exactly at one, at one point I danced so hard. The DJ asked me to come on stage. So I was limping on stage, was dancing just like on one foot. And I did a handstand. I, I could never hold a handstand for that long. I was literally holding a handstand and dancing on the stage because it was such, it was a moment of pure freedom. And even thinking about it now gives me goosebumps. And I felt so alive and so grateful in that moment. And I realized how healthy it is to let go. And there was even one moment I remember where the music got kind of emotional. I just, it sounds like a super trippy hippie moment, but I swear to God I was sober. Um, and I thought about my dad. I thought about a couple of things I'm grateful for in my life. And I literally started crying. And I was like, holy shit, there are so many blocks. You have so much stress. You know, you go through whatever it is. Like if you do school, if you have relationships, you your job, you have so many things that distract you from how you actually feel. But sometimes with music, it triggers a state of just flow where you're just authentic to your feelings. And I had that, that moment and the music made me cry, literally. And then I just had this wave of euphoria. And uh, holy shit, that was just one of the craziest moments. Um, when it comes to partying and I was completely alone, but just that letting go is important because I'm, I, I would say I have a very good life work balance. You know, I do work a lot, but I'm passionate about it. I love my job. So I'm working hard to achieve my goals, but sometimes it's just so important to let go and let loose and just go crazy. So, uh, that's definitely my challenge for this year. I want to, I want to do that more often. So, um, Coachella, <laughs> Coachella is coming. It's like one of the biggest influencer events again, but Hey, um, I, there's after parties and this, the music is, is, is amazing there. You know, you have a mix between, uh, like mainstream Ariana Grande and like stuff like that, but then you have hard techno or even dubstep or hard style and it's a good mix between different types of music so i'm gonna go first weekend which is more for like the influencing thing and then second week i'm just gonna go with a couple of friends just for the parties and just for the music i'm not gonna film any videos then you know i might film one on first weekend uh vlog maybe with travis let's see but yeah second weekend is my time to completely surrender and let go and uh, then I'm going to add a fourth moment. Fuck it. <laughs> Number four is going to be a moment with Travis. Um, that's right before I went to Burning Man. We had a day where I just like organized all my stuff, went shopping and stuff. Travis helped me to get all my stuff for Burning Man. And uh, we just had a moment on the porch. We're sitting out there. And it was a moment of just, the, it was such a, like a silent, quiet night in Los Angeles. And I was sitting there with Travis after we had some amazing weeks together, you know, filmed some videos, got, got a lot closer. And... I realized that with him, you know, sometimes when you when you're wearing a mask, when you talk to somebody, but you have to pretend to be somebody else, you know, usually when you talk to even some friends, sometimes if you want to impress them, like the cool, 
leader of your friend group, you kind of want to impress them. So you're not 100% authentic. You know, you kind of pretend to be more cool or more laid back or more, I don't know, like funny or something, or even with your boss. The fact that you talk differently to your parents than you would to your friends shows you that you're always kind of adjusting the way you are to uh, who you're talking to, you know. But I realized that with Travis, I don't have that. I literally am authentically me i don't have to impress him i don't need to i don't need for him to see that i'm good looking or that i'm anything you know i i can just be vulnerable and i did and we just shared some very intimate intimate things you know and uh it was not even like a crazy moment that was like a a highlight where we had like some crazy stuff we did it was just a moment of quiet we weren't filming anything we there was no cameras around it was just us being us and um that made me realize that travis definitely has become one of the most important people in my life for sure especially here in los angeles he's my best friend he is um <clears throat> well now even maybe more than a friend he's like a brother bromo you know and recently i just i just filmed a video about this uh travis made a video called um yes i have feelings for my straight friend and i'm the straight friend by the way yo that's me we're gonna see what happens with that because i'm I'm a little bit struggling with the fact that I, I have so much care for Travis, but I don't want to take it to, like, I don't necessarily want to take it to to another level, you know? I don't feel, I said before, I don't necessarily feel sexually attracted to men. I could maybe kiss a man, but there's nothing that attracts me when I see a penis, you know? So um, that that's just, that's just where I'm at. And I sometimes wonder... If, and that's a weird thing to think about. Like, if Travis was a woman, though, I would have probably... Because everything is so perfect with us. You know, we have, like, this crazy chemistry. We have fun together. We work great together. We He's he's very attractive physically, you know? And we're so different, but, like, complement each other. I think if he was a girl, he would be my perfect match. You know, I would, I would totally, like, hook up with him and all that. And I'm just trying to figure out if the fact that I'm not... That I'm... There's a couple of reasons why I'm, why I'm, why I'm scared of, like, going a step deeper. One of them is that... I don't know what's going to happen if I took things further with Travis because usually whenever I have a relationship with somebody and I get too close to somebody, I have the tendency to push them away because I, I value my independence more than anything. So the fact that somebody could be there in my life that's very important kind of scares me and it makes me want to push them away. And it's a bad habit and I hate the fact that it's like that. But yeah, that's that's just where I'm at in my life right now. So um I, I don't know what would happen if, if I if I if I went that route with Travis, maybe it would actually be something like, hey, we it's it's not us. Like it maybe it doesn't work or it's not something we wanna that just doesn't feel right, then we move on. <clears throat> or maybe it, it's gonna complement our relationship. But I'm just afraid that I would then distance myself from him. And we have such a great dynamic and everything's so amazing right now. So I don't necessarily want to change anything, but I still want to be open to whatever possibilities in the future, you know? So um, <clears throat> I, I'm just struggling. I'm trying to find out if the fact that I'm not sexually attracted to him necessarily is because I am just straight or if it's because I'm blocking myself. That's something I'm trying to find out, but either way, I don't want to force anything. And um, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now with that whole um, relationship. But like I said, now I have time to explore all that, that I'm here in Los Angeles for a little bit longer. I'm probably gonna go back to Germany in like April after Coachella, because first, first of May is one of my favorite holidays in Germany. It's the first of May hike. We go hiking in the black forest with all my um, relatives. So that's definitely something I don't want to miss out on. And um, yeah, until then, I set myself some 
goals, or let's let's first start with the lessons, you know? So um, the first lesson I got from last year, and I always write this stuff down, you know, I have one, pa- uh, one paper on my, in my journal where I just write down 2019, and I, I can go back in 2020, and end of this end of this year, I can go back and think about and look at my goals that I set myself for 2020, and look at the lessons I learned from the pa- the past year. And it's just amazing if you can look back, just have one page that kind of summarizes your whole year, you know. So um, the first lesson I learned in 2019 is. Like I said before, it's good to let go and party. I'm sometimes way too disciplined. Discipline is great, you know, with my diet and everything. But sometimes I think I should let myself go more often. So that's one resolution I have for 2020. I want to party more often. That's it. Then second one is that I'm done being alone. Collaboration is amazing and having a little bit of a home is not something that has to scare me. It's something that I can be excited for because uh, creatively, I want to challenge myself. I have so many goals. I want to make a short film, you know, and I can do all this stuff by myself. I've done like online course launches where I did it all by myself, but now we're having a necklace that we're going to launch for Valentine's Day. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a keychain a custom necklace that Travis and I came up with and designed. And if you work on some project like this with somebody else, it's so much more rewarding. If you can brainstorm together, interchange ideas, and all the successes are going to be multiplied and all the like failures, you're going to share them and you're going to learn from it together. So that's definitely something I want to do in 2020. I want to collaborate more, not necessarily on YouTube, like YouTube collabs, but just, yeah, collaborate on creative projects, collaborate and just spend more time with other people and not being such a lone wolf and also opening up more to, um, yeah, friendships, genuine friendships and relationships here. Um, and then one more thing is also... The intimacy part. Intimacy is one of the things I'm most afraid of. Not necessarily physical intimacy, just emotional intimacy. But looking back at last year, I had a couple of moments with some girls, uh, like a beautiful physical intimacy, or even with Travis, it's more of an emotional intimacy. And that's just something that's so valuable. So um, I I don't want to have all these amazing experiences, but nobody to share them with. So um, that's the goal for 2020. Open myself up for more um, intimate relationships with people. Yo, so now let's move on to the goals. What are the goals for 2020? Um, so I, there's a couple of goals. So I always, um, I always have different categories. So one goal is definitely a fitness goal. So my fitness goal for 2020 is I want to learn how to use my body. <laughs> it sounds a bit weird, but like as opposed to just pumping up my body, I've, did, I've done a lot of like weight training now and I want to keep that weight training routine for sure because weight lifting really feels right, feels good, you know, and I definitely want to, um, yeah, I feel, I feel stronger. I feel like myself again, be, being a bit more athletic, you know, but I definitely want to keep uh, my body fat percentage under 10%. That's just like a very vain goal just to look good and fresh. I want to get into the best shape of my life in 2020, but also I want to take classes like um, CrossFit, gymnastics, handstand. I want to learn how to do backflips. That's the stuff I want to do. I don't only want to have a good, uh, good looking body. I want to have a body that can actually do stuff uh, like Taekwondo. I want to get back into martial arts now that I have a place here and a bit more consistency in my life. Um, that's number one. Then secondly, my goal is creatively I just signed up to a bunch of classes on Hollywood Boulevard. I signed up for a stand-up comedy class. I want to do more stand-up comedy. I potentially want to do a stand-up comedy show that I'm booking through YouTube. Because um, stand-up comedy is something, she, creatively it challenges me to do something in front of a live audience. And also music. I have, um, I'm taking voice lessons right now and I want to publish my first music video ever that I'm also going to sing it and produce and everything. You know, just as an artist I want to involve. And last but not least, I want to um, 
publish my first movie. I want to make my own short film. Potentially with Travis, we are talking about a concept of a bromance short film that we can send to music festivals because acting was always one of the big passions in my life and I loved it so much. When I was in New York, I learned so much about myself through acting. So that's it's definitely something I want to um, explore more while I'm here in Los Angeles and um, I'm going out for acting auditions. I don't want to do it full-time because... It's just something if I did acting full time, I wouldn't have time for social media and social media right now, YouTube, it's just I love the freedom of it. So I definitely want to keep that my number one priority, but I'm still going to challenge myself more. I'm, I'm doing improv classes. In fact, I'm going to an improv class uh, in 30 minutes after this podcast here. So these are the things I want to <clears throat> I want to do in the new year. And um, yeah, what I can recommend you now is to take out a piece of paper and write them down for yourself. Write down, first of all, the three moments you're grateful for. Think about why you're grateful for those specific moments. Then uh, think about the top three lessons you learned and then write down three goals you have for the new year. And um, like I said, writing it down just makes your year... I don't know, I love going into the new year with a little bit of awareness and things I learned from the past year. So yeah, that's it for this podcast. I'm probably gonna, yeah, maybe I'll take a little nap before my class because I'm so tired right now and you can hear uh, the cold got me, but um, yeah, I'm just gonna rest for a little bit, just move to a new place. So a lot of new things are happening. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast. We're also gonna have a guest very soon. Stay tuned for that. I freaking love you and I'll talk to you in my next podcast episode on It's-a-me, Uncensored.